TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you. And as always, it gives me great pleasure to bring on my brother from another mother. He is the country's premier wellness expert. He is the known leader of wellness right around the planet. He is the food guru, the chiropractic champion, the naturopath extraordinaire, the longevity expert, the all-round good guy, Damien Christoph. How are you, brother? PC, I'm so good, mate. I'm working hard on getting this technology right. If I was LT, I would have nailed it by now, but I haven't nailed it. But I'll get there, and we have to, we do have some people joining us at the moment. I'm hoping that we get some comments and reactions. Uh, I did see Mario Gutierrez there, long-term listener. Never called us, but long-term listener and great friend of mine, Mario. I hope Queensland is treating you well. PC, it's so good to see you in the flesh, and here we are live on One Have Not Out. It's the best. It's oh, that's best. good. Yeah, I can see that is a very much a large black screen that our poor listeners are seeing with you in the bottom left-hand corner. That's okay. This is all the beginning. This is all the beginning. We've got our training yeah. wheels on with Ecam Live. Hello to our good friends at Ecam Live. You're making our life very difficult at the moment. <laughs> we can't figure this. Out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I've made that work. I think maybe I've got it working. No worries. Um, now, Damien. Whilst you have a play that yes, it actually I can see it working on my phone now. Congratulations. Well it's done. Working. Can you well see done. both Very of us? Uh, I can see you. That's more important. You are far more good looking than I am. Um, despite what some of your friends have been calling you, you are far more good looking than I am. I can't believe some of the terms that have been uh, sent your way. It's just uh, preposterous. Terrible. Uh, now. There's uh, a lot of news going on in the world right now, and we're not going to talk about the news that everyone else is talking about. Um, and yes, you've been pressing buttons because I can now see me on my phone. Um, uh, so it's all working, Damo. Well done. Well done. Great. Great. I'm now going to turn my phone upside down so I'm not distracted. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of news that everyone else is no doubt sick of. I'm incredibly sick of it. I don't want to mention the C word, no C bombs on this podcast whatsoever. But there is some news coming out of Queensland, which is hard to get these days because their borders are uh, are shut down, so it's hard to find out what's going on in Queensland. The wall is up. But in North Queensland, northwest Mm -hmm. Queensland to be exact, they are going down a radical path of removing sugary drinks and unhealthy snacks from the public hospitals and healthcare facilities in order to curb obesity rates there's a little bit more to this story, but it sounds good on the surface, doesn't it? Mm, it does sound good. What they've identified, and uh, you know, all credit to Queensland government for you know, and the health department for at least looking into this. At least looking into this. Uh, what they've identified is that if you do have a comorbidity, in other words, if you've got type two diabetes, you're overweight, you've got a lung problem, let's say it's emphysema because you've been smoking, or you've got asbestosis because you've been exposed to asbestos, or Something like that. Maybe you've even got asthma. Maybe it's something like that. If you've got any comorbidities like blood pressure or you've got a comorbidity, you know, like cholesterol or anything like that, it's possible. It's In fact, it's more likely that you have complications from COVID-19 or SARS-2. So that's what they're saying. And so off the bat, what the um, health department has decided to do, oh, I might switch cameras. I'll go to me. Uh, what the health department has uh, decided to do is to rip out 
of the vending machines, what they would deem to be the um, unhealthy, unhealthy products. So the ones that they would say the sweet or sugary, um, nasty, dangerous foods uh, that they have classified as the ones that would increase your risk of having a comorbidity. Now, the reason why we're talking about this today is because that would lead you to think that this is a good thing, right? Uh, and that would lead you to think that uh, in this case, the health department is making a decision in favor of your health and well-being um, all, with all things considered. Um, that's what th this would lead you to think. However, uh, when you read further into this article, the truth is revealed and is not so much the case. Rather, maybe this is just a good marketing ploy and eh, maybe a meh piece of journalism. What do you reckon? Oh, well, yeah, look, it's definitely that they're trying to make the optics look really good on this demo that uh, how good are we at uh, Queensland Health and our northwest Queensland public hospitals? Not only are we removing <laughs> yes. the sugary drinks and the unhealthy snacks, uh, look, only it's only from the cafe. It's not the inpatient meals, not the no. people with emphysema or... Yeah. Anything else? You can still access the unhealthy stuff. So, so the inpatient meals that are actually to the ill people that are not flourishing, they still get their sugary drinks and their uh, sugary juices and all the rest of it. But then, and I think what you are alluding to, is that there is a quote in here which may have just gone unnoticed and no one might be popping up. Um, I don't know if you would like the great pleasure of reciting it or if you would like me to because it's pretty juicy. Uh, particularly for our well-informed audience. Oh, PC, I'm happy for you to quote it because uh, I've actually shut that screen down because it was too hard for me to handle <laughs> all these extra screens and sh switching between scenes and all that sort of stuff. So okay, well, if you could please share it, that'd be great. <laughs> what I could maybe play with is trying to get it up on the screen. No, no, no. The male brain is already peaking and freaking right now. So <laughs> let's just leave this. Very We're doing good. two things at once by recording a podcast, which... In the same vein as you, I forgot to hit record at the beginning because I was so concentrated on the Facebook Live, but we're recording now. <laughs> so anyway, don't worry. We are professionals most of the time. So here's what we have. At eye level, you this is quote, quote unquote, uh, I think from a, a Mr. Matthews. At eye level, you will see juices and waters rather than having artificially sweetened drinks at eye level. Okay, so let's just be really clear here. Um mm -hmm. But, and it's actually the preceding quote, the preceding uh, quote, when someone comes to a Queensland health facility, they can still get a soft drink, but it will just be artificially sweetened and it will be a limited amount of what's available. <laughs> Shall I just say that again? They will still be able to get a soft drink, but it will just be artificially sweetened and it will be a limited <laughs> amount of what's available. I mean, come on, come on. How, come on. Come on. I mean, how stupid are, are, the, are the decision makers or do they think the poor consumers are? And may we just get higher on the high horse here. They have acknowledged that people essentially with less money, so the burden of disease is one and a half times higher in lower socioeconomic groups than the higher socioeconomic groups. So it's almost like we're just going to pull the, 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 what is it, put the hood over them and essentially mm -hmm. just deceive them even more by making them feel like they're making <laughs> a better decision. To quote the actual Mr. Matthews, I think it's Mr. Matthews, 
this isn't designed to be a regressive program. It's designed to nudge people towards health. Well, blow me down, Mr. Matthews. You think that artificially sweetened soft drinks at eye level are nudging the socioeconomic groups that are 1.5 times higher of poor health into better health. I mean, seriously, this is leadership. This is leadership. It's not leadership. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. It's not leadership. It's ludicrous. And the thing is, there's so much research now out that tells us that the consumption of artificially sweetened products um, increase the risk of type 2 diabetes greater than having the normal sugary stuff. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, it's interesting. Back in... 2005 PC when I was doing the first episode of Downsize Me and Brenda was on my episode and I was I was checking Brenda's blood tests and I can say this because back then I had sign off and this was in the TV show um, Brenda's blood test showed me that she had fatty liver disease and I was like going hmm, what alcohol are you drinking Brenda and she's going I don't drink alcohol I go come on what about a little tipple you have a little tipple she goes no no i don't drink alcohol she told me the reason why she didn't drink alcohol i was like okay fair enough that maybe you don't drink alcohol what are you drinking she told me she was drinking two liters two liters a day of diet beverage and so as a result of drinking two liters of diet beverage um i often call it the black death she was um now suffering with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease Non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic fatty, fatty liver. Yeah, so she still had fatty liver, but it was brought on by the consumption of artificially sweetened drinks. That increased her risk of type two diabetes, and it increased her. Well, it didn't increase. It gave her fatty liver disease, and we had to work to turn that around. And so we were able to turn that around by using very, very strict diet pro- protocols. But the promotion of a diet drink is not a healthy promotion. Like, it's not improving outcomes. It's not decreasing the risk of type 2 diabetes. It, it's not helping the body at all, and it's not helping the, um, let's say, health-compromised individual learn anything more about health and well-being or a healthy diet. So I'm really concerned about that directive, Queensland Health. I think that's not wise. I, I see the sentiment, but you're a long way short. Oh. It's kind of like doing long jump, but jumping into the high jump mat. <laughs> yeah, you can't say the intentions you are good. I mean. You can't just say, good try, worst word in the English language, good effort. Like, <laughs> it's not, this is not. Clearly, they is, haven't read the book exceptional. There's well, no way. No, well, you know what I was going to say? Clearly, they didn't read the memo that, uh, when you mentioned the story of you've said it a wellness summit one year the article that was in like the woman's weekly or the something about a spa tame you have yeah. to recite because that's what i thought you were going to say when you mentioned uh downsize me demo 2005 with brenda <laughs> um i thought yeah. you were going to talk about that article i was going to say clearly uh, uh, public health dietitian Tim Matthews. Now, don't disrespect to you, Tim. We just don't agree with uh, your opinion. We're all allowed to disagree in this world. But clearly, Tim was not part of that uh, article series or that uh, maybe he was, the uh, Spartame series from the early 2000s. Do you, would you be kind enough to share that story? Yeah. So essentially, uh, in the early 2000s, there was a number of notifi- notifications um, against Downsize Me by the New, New Zealand Dietitians Association, and they were claiming that I was preaching bad information. Now, um, off the back of that, 
one of the dietitians from the New Zealand Dietitian Association. I'm saying this is back in the 2000s, right, the early 2000s. So I'm hoping, let's say 15 years on, they've come a long way and they now kind of have read some science and have made better decisions, unless they're still bought by, you know, Frucor and PepsiCo and all that sort of stuff. Maybe the NZDA is still bought. I don't know. But maybe they're not. Maybe they've moved on. So back then, there was an article that was written that said that uh, the obesity epidemic was driven by sugary drinks and by fatty foods and that sort of stuff. And this concerned registered dietitian um, and concerned um, mother of three children um, didn't want her children to be consuming these sugary bad drinks or sugary bad foods because she didn't want them to become part of the obesity epidemic, otherwise known as globesity. Um, so... <laughs> I threw that globesity thing in there. That is so good. Is that your term? No, that's actually um, a guy by the name of Peter. It was Peter's surname, and he owned Les Mills. He started Les Mills. Ah, I gotcha. Maybe it's Peter Mills. Could be. <laughs> anyway, so but he called. He had a book called Globesity. Anyway, it was good. He said it was all about sugar and not exercising, which is right, right? So it's sugar and not exercising. And in this article, this um, dietitian said. Uh, I would prefer that my children still get access to the sweet stuff because they're kids and they need it because it's fun, um, get access to the artificially sweetened version of the products um, because they should. They, they, you know, the children, they, oh, where know, they should be allowed oh, to have this stuff, Don't push right? me. Don't push me <laughs> so because they're in children. The article, it said that there was evidence to suggest that it was uh, safe to consume artificially sweetened products and in particular um, – Aspartame, which is what she was talking about, uh, or in this article it was talking about. And then um, further, further on from that, uh, it referenced those. Now, I was aware of more than the, that amount of studies that actually talked about this particular chemical being a neurotoxin, um, that it stunted uh, neurodevelopment and repair, um, that it was um, implicated in type 2 diabetes, um, you know, and and so on and so forth, and and so whilst there was evidence that said that it was safe, there was also evidence that said that long-term use of it was damaging. Um, and the evidence that said that it was safe was basically safe for human consumption to a certain level. So it's kind of like saying you can drink petrol, but just not too much of it. It's <laughs> the same sort of scenario. That's what they were saying in this thing. So. Um, I took exception to that article. I didn't like it. Um, and over the last nearly 20 years, I've been doing the power of food and talk about that particular article in the power of food um, and just really try and call it out for what it is. It's just, it's bad. And that particular article was funded. It was funded by a, a large beverage company. And uh, and that really concerned me. Like That really concerned me that this article was funded um, but had a dietitian's name attached to it. Now, there are dietitians out there in New Zealand and in Australia and probably even in the US and the UK um, and wherever else you're listening, there's dietitians out there that have brains and that are doing great things um, and not all of them have been bought. Um, yeah. But anybody who suggests to you that you should be doing the diet versions of a soft drink is not giving you the best information. Oh, any dietitian that says at eye level you'll see juices and waters rather than having artificially sweetened drinks at eye level and when someone comes to a Queensland health facility, they can still get a soft drink but it will just be artificially sweetened and it will be a limited amount of what's available. That is not what a dietitian surely... 
I don't, I don't should be sh- saying. Should be saying. <laughs> shouldn't be saying. I shouldn't be saying. Uh, it's like a parent can't say to the children, "You can have this diet drink because you're a child." Like that's not that's not parenting. When we go, "Oh, we should give them lollies because they're kids," they, they, they don't connect. They just don't connect. How does that? How does that connect? I don't. It's just ridiculous. It's gone off off tap. Um, yeah. I yeah, think push, I think push my buttons and push your buttons, hasn't it? Oh, really well, you know, I, I thank you for sending me something the other day, which has got me back on a bit of Apple News to see. Sadly, that uh, what was happening in the early two thousands, uh, not much has changed. Uh, you know, almost two decades later, I think a few dietitians need a check up from the neck up. This is just not actually going. That yeah. profession might need a little bit of. They might need they might need you and I to come in and rant on our high horse demo. I'll come in with my mung bean chickpea vegan uh, <laughs> Speaking costume. Speaking of that, I don't know if you've read the news lately, but with all of the COVID cases in the United States and in clusters, um, the clusters appear to be around the food-producing regions of the United States. And Donald Trump has said, go back to work, everybody. doesn't matter if you've got COVID. It's going to be fine. And a lot of these people that have actually got COVID um, work in the abattoirs or, or, and, and in the food processing plants. And so now there's a big amount of concern um, that people are going to be buying meat with people who, that's been manufactured or been processed through plants where people have been infected with COVID. Um, and so this is massive concern. And then there's farmers that are killing their pigs and there's farmers that are killing, you know, their other animals oh. and not taking them to the abattoirs because the abattoirs can't cope with the backlog. And so there's all this mass destruction of all of these animals um, that won't ever be used. And uh, people are now avoiding purchasing meat. So the article that I read last night is, is this the end of meat oh. in the US? Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what a great bit of clickbait that is. That is one oh. of the greatest bit of clickbait because did anyone forget that there was, I think, 300 million people in America? Like, that's not five or ten. I just can't believe where journalism is duping, steeping. Anyway, I can't believe how low journalism is going at this time. And I, for one, I mean, I and I chose not to edit it out the other day when we interviewed Thea in Icaria. I fell hook, line, and sinker for the Icaria uh, story of Corona, which, in fact, there's only one Icarian on that whole island that had Corona and they went back to Athens. But the whole news cycle around what gets people reading, gee whiz, write a headline, is this the end of meat in America? I swear to God, if that if that journalist is correct, I will honestly... Give that person every single dollar that I have in my whole entire life. If, if it's the end of meeting America, literally come and find me. I'll give you everything I have. I don't know how much that is, but <laughs> that's two bucks, <laughs> fifty cents. There we go. I mean, well, come on, you, Damo. That is just. I'll buy you a coffee. That, thank you, thank you. I'll live at your place. That is just ridiculous. Mm. I, it is ridiculous. It's like that is that is clickbait, and so the, it's gone a little bit. It's gone a little bit crazy. I mean, so, I, uh, I haven't kept up with the news, but I thought animals were largely immune from corona anyway. I know there's news of a random dog with corona and a random this with corona, but honestly. Random cat. Yeah. And so, yeah, I know. So I don't know if it's that they've got it. It's that. They might carry it and then we eat it and the, then we've got it. The spray, the, the particles. Um, the moist breath zone. 
the particulates <laughs> that are coming from the processes, from the work people um, that, that's, you know, landing on the skin of. But surely you're not going to eat it raw anyway. You're going to cook it. Um, <laughs> no, this is going too far. And and thank no. you for responding to Kay who said she loves our love you two larrikins or something. I, I love – I've actually liked this Facebook Live demo for the fact that we can actually just um, engage with listeners listeners at the same time we could really up our technology and take live calls at some point that'd be even even better but i swear to god it's gone a little bit nutty i've used the c word but corona's gone a little bit nuts now hasn't it aren't we just aren't we just looking pulling any last angle that we can out of this story because we've done the curve the curve's now boring we're flattening the curve. If you say flatten the curve one more time, someone's going to rip your head off because they're sick of that story. <laughs> We're over face masks, although I did see as I was reading this dietitian story that they've closed the beaches in Sydney because plastic containers face masks are washing ashore. So we've found another angle to face masks. If they wash up on the beach, we can make a story out of that and we can close the beach. I mean, are how really many? The beach oh, because yeah, because that... a face mask washed ashore and that might have particulates on it and the moist breath zone might be infiltrated to create some level of transmission. I didn't think the virus could live in salt water, but anyway, that's interesting. Um, but maybe that face mask came from one of the containers that fell overboard 75 k's out of Sydney. Oh, well, they're going to do a research study and spend $200 million to see whether that COVID can be, transmi- can be transmitted through salt water just to see whether we can go back to beaches or not. Is that true? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm just coming up with no. another story. I need another article to write. I so, nearly clicked on that. I nearly clicked on that. <laughs> I mean, honest to goodness. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. You know. Wow. Come on. Come oh, on, everybody. You know. Come on, everybody. Soon I'll be saying everybody. SpaceX are going to move humanity to the moon and to Mars so that we can live somewhere devoid of corona. We'll have all corona on planet Earth. We'll relocate <laughs> to another planet or two. I mean, honestly. <laughs> oh, no. What's going to so happen? So if you're joining us late in this call, this all started because the Queensland government announced it would start removing sugary drinks and unhealthy stacks from public hospitals and healthcare facilities in an effort to curb obesity rates. So they're figuring that if they just take it out of the hospitals, you'll be right. But they're only taking it out of the hospitals for the guests of the people that are actually already sick in the hospital. Um, the people that are already sick in the hospital can still access the shit. Well, the bad stuff. And so um, so that's the reason why we're doing this. And the public health dietitian, Tim Matthews, who's in charge of the Northwest rollout, um, basically said it would uh, it would only impact the cafe and vending machines at Queensland health facilities, So, but not the inpatient meals. So we thought that was a little bit funny and that we thought we should take it apart, pull it apart, and then just, you know, drop some truth bombs in there. And call on Tim Matthews to be a bit stricter about it, to be serious, like well, to get real yeah. with it. Because so. it's not funny. So if we make this real, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but if yep. I've got COVID and I live in northwest Queensland and I end up many, in a hospital, mm. if I end up in a hospital with COVID, I yes. can have the Coke, but yeah. Sarah can only have the Coke Zero. Because she's visiting you. That's right. So she can go to the cafe and at yep. eye level... She'll yeah. see juice and water, and below that, she'll see Coke Zero. Yeah. But if Maybe I'm in bed it be with... Well, it could be above it, just out of sight yeah. in the corner. But if I see, yeah. because we're so stupid, we're not going to actually yeah. think, if we really want a Coke, do you have any Coke? We're not going to ask the question. But if I'm sitting there with COVID in my yeah. hospital bed, and I want yeah. a Coke, I can have a Coke. Mm. I mean, seriously. That's if, you are, if you're able to... Um, Sit up. Knock me you over with a feather. Sick, Knock me over you with might, a feather. 
Well, you might have a tube down your throat. No, but you what if just... I'm out of ICU and I'm actually just in recovery? You like... could be nil orally. Seriously. Oh, I just, you just got to, oh, I don't know, do you laugh or cry or shake your head or... Uh, uh, I think people are starting to see through... People are starting to see a lot of holes, a lot of gaps. Like they're really starting to go, this is just a yeah. bit silly. E- it's a bit yeah. silly. And even my mum, even my mum, who is uh, a non-listener who we can shout out to, hello mum, mother darling, I I can't read the meme because it's about a topic that we probably aren't allowed to talk to about, but um, why, I'll just just empty the, leave a blank, why does the government think our immune systems can't fight the coronavirus without X, but 99% of people who came down with it managed to recover without X? Oh this is my mum. My mum is sending me this, and she's medically oriented, conservative, Alan Jones, Neil Mitchell, 3AW. I'm like, and not, this is no disrespect to my mum, but this is the, even the conservative, medically oriented are thinking in these ways, going, something doesn't quite click in all of this. <laughs> doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. It just doesn't one add plus up. One does not equal two in this regard. Oh. You know, the other thing, I actually got a funny little meme the other day and it said, um, if a fart can get past two butt cheeks, <laughs> your jocks, a pair of pants and a plane seat, <laughs> the smell of the fart, how do they think a virus is not going to get through a face mask? Oh, this is too good. We've got Wait, to go. Right, that's oh, good, that's, that's the best. That's a good one. That's, that's the best. But also... Think about it, doesn't it? Because surely oh. a virus is smaller than a particle. Oh. Quite surely. <laughs> but when all of this was growing, everyone was very much aware that it wasn't transmitting on planes. I mean, Virgin yeah. and Qantas were saying, we haven't had any transmission. Why do people think it's going to change? It's not that it's a worse virus now. It's not that it's... A teenager? I just, anyway. Oh, anyway. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, thank you, Damo, for setting up this Facebook Live. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know if we would have been so out there and up and about if we weren't doing Facebook Live, so hopefully this translates into our 4 millionth uh, listener. We're nudging towards a million downloads, 100 not out. It's going viral. A million downloads? Absolutely. Wow. It's good. It's only taken us seven and a bit years. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> How many is that for you? Oh, I don't know. Um, it's the end of the day. You break, you, you fry my brain. I've had enough. I can't do any more statistics. 125,000 125, yeah, a year. Do the maths. That's not too bad. <laughs> that's, good. that's pretty good. We're that's famous. A month. We're famous. All right. Go on and go. Damo, thank you for your wisdom. Uh, for our li- wonderful listeners, head on over to damienchristoff.com. Wonderful looking website. Um, thank you to Sarah Hill. I don't know who listens, but let's give her a shout out. She makes our stuff look pretty. 100 not out, damienchristoff.com, Vita, marcusbeers.com.au will look pretty enough soon enough. Are you saying Sarah Hill? That's Sarah Hill, absolutely. Sarah um, Hill. Shout out to Sarah Hill. I wonder, would this be interesting to see if she listens? Nah, I don't think so. Who else? We uh, haven't, we've, so we've No, we've done two. Is it Mum and Sarah Hill? Yep. Who else? Don't uh, we have to do three? No, well, okay, you want to go one? Yeah, how about those blokes, those mates of mine who reckon that they can call me bad yeah. and rude names? Yep, absolutely. Yoey. Marcus, Marcus Yo and Daniel Malone. There you go. Both of you guys can get stuff. Let's see if this comes back. Uh, big shout out to our wonderful teammates at the Wellness Couch who make this possible. To our editor, Joseph Tomo, thank you. Cielo, for getting this out on socials, thank you. But most of all, to our wonderful listeners, thank you for sharing Wait. the 100 Night Out message, the 100 Wait. Night Out lifestyle. Oh, yes. 
Wait, yeah. Wait, I just want to shout out to those people who joined us who watched this. Peter Lennon is there. Oh, good on Kate you, Pete. Tallin, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, Peter Peter Lennon said, debt stuff to you, Yo and DJ. <laughs> um, Lana Duncan, thank you for joining us. I did see that uh, Jackie Kidman and Peter on there. 15 so comments. Cool. Yeah, there's, it's all been going on, mate. So um, I just want to thank you for joining us live too. So off you go, Pissy can... Oh, I'm just getting distracted by the comments. That's the best. Um, share this podcast with a friend, folks. Share the 100 Not Out message with them. Just get out the podcast app or hit the little up arrow button and, and just send them a message with an episode. There's only 300 odd to choose from. Um, and we would love you to continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.